0: trying to do the
1: same Damon hits it in the air to right field Sheffield back in the corner at the wall a grand slam Johnny Damon quiet all
0: series goes deep four more runs and it's six nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: Johnny Damon, where was that from? <laughs> I know uh, Playoffs World Series, right?
2: Um, that was you that got to turn this mic on, Jerry. All the mics. Uh, all right. That yep. was the American League Championship Series against the Yankees when we were down 3 nothing, and then the Red Sox, we won four straight games. That was game seven. It gave us a nice lead, but when, when I was rounding the bases, there was not a smile on my face because I knew what happened the year before. Mm-hmm. So yeah. after I hit the next home run in the game, I felt a lot – at ease, so uh,
1: it was a pretty good time. Overall, how was your time in Boston? Did you, did you enjoy the city or? Oh, loved
2: it. Yeah. I, I thought I was going to be there for a long, long time. I bought a new house, and uh, all of a sudden, they had Jacoby Ellsbury coming, and they really only wanted me for uh, one more year, yeah. so so I had to go out, um, make sure I got a big contract, and where it came from was their uh, arch enemy, <laughs> the New York Yankees, so I, I try to enjoy playing every place I go, and and I did. And Boston was great. We changed the culture and going to New York
1: Yeah.
0: Well yeah, the, it was good. The thing about baseball, and if you look back and I try to get my kid to watch the Ken Burns uh documentary about oh, it's it, great. Right? Yeah. And you think of the games though in America. I mean, yeah, football's on top, but baseball's the such the history of baseball. So you're playing for the Boston Red Sox and they are and I'm a Cubs fan, I guess the losers. I mean, yep. Cubs and Red Sox, they are Indians too, but not on the same level as Boston and Chicago. Right. And then you guys coming very outspoken. You got Pedro Martinez flipping Popeye, Don Zimmer, and <laughs> talking about shooting Babe Ruth out of the and all this stuff, right? And then you guys finally win in Boston. That had to be uh, when you look at the history of Major League Baseball, like one of the top five stories of all time.
2: Yeah, it's the first time a professional team came back from a 3-0 deficit in the playoffs. And, you know, yeah, there was some luck involved, but um, our team cared about each other. We had each other's backs, and uh, if somebody failed, the next guy was going to come up and do their best. And uh, we put it together. The Yankees stopped hitting, and uh, I finally started hitting in Game 7, so that was definitely a good thing for uh us. It,
1: it seems to me, and maybe uh, tell me if I'm uh, <clears throat> a little off base on this, but when you're in a New York, uh, Detroit, even a Chicago, you can be part of the community, you want to stay forever. New York, you know the history of their free agents. They come, they go, you get the, the great contract, but you're not part of the community the same Is it pretty much to the ballpark, back, to the ballpark, back, and then yeah. you're on the road? Yeah, yeah it, pretty much. I yeah. mean,
2: uh, you're set up a few uh, charity visits to the hospital. Right. Like, um, and
0: get you but, some gift baskets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you you
2: don't hang out as much when you play in New York unless you're on the road. Like after the game, you're not right. going out to a club and sure. Um or going to dinner or whatnot. But in Boston we were pretty close. Uh, we would have people over Kansas City, everybody lived in the really uh, Leewood, yeah. Overland Park area. Um but yeah, it's it's different. But yeah. uh it's also great.
1: What that, city of all the cities, how many teams did you say you played for it? I,
2: I ended up playing for seven teams, so, so uh, I
1: named them
0: all. Earlier. Of the, yeah, yeah talked to yeah, them all. So
1: of the seven, which city would you say had the most knowledgeable fans? Um, most knowledgeable, Maybe passionate, I, passionate. I, knowledge? No, no, I think
2: Detroit is uh, is a very underrated fan base. I mean, yeah. they're great fans. Um, they cheer for great plays from. Your team, the visiting team. So uh, I also hear St. Louis fans are great, and and they were great. Um, New York fans are very knowledgeable. Boston fans are very rabid and passionate. I mean, they invite you to your home every single night when they're eating dinner, the game's on. So in Boston, I would say it's about 70% of the people. New York, it's probably 20% of the people, sure. but there's a lot more. So when you're walking down the street in New York, one of five people are going to be like, hey, how's it going? When you're walking down the street in Boston, you're going to get three or four yeah. people yeah. knowing who you are.
1: But New York City, a Yankee town, not a Met town,
0: right?
2: Oh, uh, it, yeah. It's a Yankee town yeah, for Yankee sure. Town. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Right. right. Johnny Damon's in studio, and he's going into the International Sports Hall of Fame. That's why he's in town for Arnold. Is the, that tonight or tomorrow? It's, t-
2: it's tomorrow. Tomorrow
0: night. Yep. Nice. Uh, when you the, the bloody sock shilling was that you're right?
2: Oh, um, that's correct.
0: All right, so when I covered him in Arizona, and it was great because he had a rivalry with Randy Johnson, right? His do you want to know his nickname? Was it? I wonder, if, curious if it's the same in Boston. The player Luis Gonzalez told me this. His nickname was Table for One because no one got along with him. Was <laughs> shilling for one? Uh, was Schilling. <laughs> Table for One was his nickname. Yeah, and he was a great player.
2: Yeah, I. I don't doubt once. that and yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah Gonzo was in studio one time and he said we were talking about the team and he goes yeah that's chilling. he's a hell of a player but he goes you know what his nickname table for one and he goes because no one wanted to hang out with him no one wanted to eat with him and no it's one been the to- same
1: case post career <laughs> yeah he is, he's a, like a virus that guy <laughs> yes he's very
2: polarizing yes he is yes. um but you know, he did bring a great championship to Boston, right? but yeah, we definitely did not hang out much.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And that was with him and everybody, I think, right?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I remember a time in 2005 he was injured and then all of a sudden he got healthy and we we'll walk into the clubhouse and reporters are saying, he, he's your closer now. And I'm looking around going, oh, really? we don't get to hear any of that stuff. And I was like, how about, you know, Mike Timlin? We have Alan Embry. I mean, these guys have been in the bullpen Mm -hmm. all year. So I get in trouble because I had no idea that that's what Schilling wanted to do and maybe go the route as John Smoltz, great starting pitcher, come in, save for a couple years and get 100, 200 saves and head into the Hall of Fame. So I – We we never had an idea what he was doing like uh, with the bloody sock. We we didn't know there was a surgery happening. Um, Yeah, we we know he got beat in game one of that series, and all of a sudden, um, he's not with us. You know, so uh, he's rooting for us, but we really had no idea what was going on.
0: You mentioned John Smoltz. If I could pick one guy. And I needed an inning, and I put a guy on the mound to win a game for me. Smoltz is the guy I'd pick. Oh,
2: absolutely! I mean, that slider at the end of his career—I mean, imagine knowing that was coming Mariano. every time.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. One guy. I need one guy. Well, Rivera's uh, good. He's yeah, a club. Well, Maddox, maybe one game. Yeah, yeah never. One, one guy. Made, one. Out. Maddox was location. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. He, he was smart with the location uh, with Mariano. Smoltz uh, had nasty stuff. As great as Mariano was, he's always going to be remembered for Game 4 against the Red Sox and also the Louis Gonzalez Game 7 against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Like yeah. The yeah. times he lost and not the times that he won.
1: Well, Johnny Damon, we would be remiss. We have to bring up the Houston Astros situation and what, what went on down there. Did you have an inkling uh, a few years ago? Because nobody, this came out of nowhere. Now, since I've been
2: retired, I've been out for seven years. Yeah. I, I tend to pay attention during the uh, playoff time. I'm just busy, but... Wow, this if, is a bigger issue than the steroid era that uh, yeah, right. we came through yeah. because knowing what pitches are coming. I mean, you said you want John Smoltz on the mound. Imagine if I knew that slider was coming. or Randy and it, Johnson slider. Yeah, or and,
0: Pedro who pitches uh, his fastball like the changeup, the same. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. I'll just take until I get a fastball, or if his fastball is too good, I'll sit on an off-speed pitch. But you see the stats with Clayton Kershaw. I think he threw 70-some sliders and 50 of them were taken and that's his best pitch like if I knew a slider from Clayton Kershaw was coming I would take it until I had two strikes and then hopefully you get that sign that flashes a fastball. So
1: what was your lifetime batting average?
2: Um, It ended up being 284. 284
1: so if if you'd have been able to play with that advantage you'd hit 320 um, yeah easy i mean it's, it's that big of a difference yeah and yeah. easy
2: and also if i would have sacked bunnett more and like worried yeah. about my batting average but i worried about production well, i'm gonna work with you a little before yeah. you leave today yeah, i yeah. got some yeah. tips i
1: want to yeah. show you the yeah yeah the yeah. game's
2: about production run score then uh drive um driving them in and that's what i was doing at the end of my career i was standing on the plate and trying to hit a home run every time, mm-hmm. so that's why the average drops. And you know,
0: it's good good news for you, and I know you didn't get the votes to, for the battle of the Hall of Fame, but it used to be with the Hall of Fame is 3,000 hits, unless Kirby Puckett who passed, you know, his career ended, and 400 home runs. Dale Murphy, 398. Well, he doesn't get in, and there was that standard. Right. Well, a couple years ago, Harold Baines, who I would say probably not a Hall of Famer, but he's in, and now... I would look at Harold Baines and then look at you almost 3,000 hits, and I would say, well, Johnny Damon's a damn Hall of Famer if this guy's in, right?
2: (laughs) I would agree. Um, I have to wait on the Veterans Committee. I I know Tim Kirchner always says, well, he only made two All Star games. Well, guess what? Ichiro has the entire Japan voting for him. And, you know, and I was going up against a lot of the guys who were caught for steroids and cheated the game, and I'm clean and my progress in the big leagues was you know I started off as a young kid went through my prime for about 10 years and then started that decline so I played the game the right way um, never took advantage of stats never um, stole a base when it didn't matter so I, I know there's a lot of guys out there who do who worry about their batting averages um played the right way and I won two championships in the two biggest markets and uh yeah. but yeah there are going to be a number of guys who my numbers are way better than theirs and I was off the ballot the first year. Whether I get in or not, I should still be on the ballot. And I would agree. And yeah. a good friend of mine, Larry Walker. I mean, uh, he he's going in this year, and he said he got so much better over the um, last couple years yeah. <laughs> that all of a sudden um, they're they're voting him in. So uh, yeah, the veteran committee, I'll I'll be counting on.
1: But you mentioned off the air to us, sir. You sleep well at night, huh? You got oh, absolutely. Your, kids, your life is full. You you've been blessed. That was a hell of a run.
2: Yeah, I've been My very God, blessed. Years. And, and of course. I mean, I'm seven years removed, and I feel like I still had a couple more years, but they kept looking at me saying, you never got hurt. And I told everyone, well, I'm an absolute beast. I play hurt. Um, why am I being penalized for my age? And they were like, well, we think you're going to get hurt. I wouldn't like play into the signed stealing. If, if a team needed a veteran player, they knew I wouldn't play into that. Um, so – you know, You're it, a man. It, yeah, it, it You're happens. You're such a
1: man. You got not one, but two vasectomies. <laughs> that's right. That's... <laughs> I got one. I'm good. Johnny needed two for Johnny Damon. The second one. That's, oh, wow. that's bragging rights right there. Yeah. I'm telling everybody, it, I, if I need two. Yeah. First it, one didn't take. It, can, can never you, heard of that.
0: Can you hang out real quick? We'll do yeah. one more. We'll one talk more break. about what one you're more doing. Break. We're going to take a quick five-minute break. I'll get him a walk, we'll, him we'll a water. We'll come back. And... We'll talk about what you got going on tomorrow night. And then I also want to talk about your look as a player because you're a handsome dude, but you had kind of looks, right, when you are playing? Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. we'll talk about that. Five minutes, QFM 96. <laughs> Johnny Damon's in studio. He's going to the International Sports Hall of Fame. So we talked about this earlier, Johnny, and your your look, and we'll get to that. You're fat, you know, because you're good looking dude. You had a fashion. You had it going on. So uh, we told the story on there, but you haven't heard it. So I dye my goatee. I didn't do it today, right? So I tell my wife, hey, I need some just for men, and she goes, hey, your just for men's on the sink. So I go and get the just for men, and there's just for men hair shampoo for like dyeing your hair. Now look at my hair now, because my it's wife- It's too, too dark. It's too dark, right? But I comb Does my hair my, for you. Yeah, it, it, it's just a little too dark. Yeah, a little too much. Yeah. A little too much. it's
2: the temples. And it's just for men, because I've got a couple start, starting to pop
1: in, so I may Yes, need some help just for
0: here. men shampoo, and you're yeah. doing it. Works. Uh, uh. It works, it, it works. Torg, you, you
1: kind of got like a, a William Shatner 1980s look
0: yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. With the toupee. <laughs> and then my wife put a salad yeah. next to that. You know, yeah. I, I get hints all over the place. <laughs> but, but you, when you played, you had the Mohawk going. Yes. You had the five o'clock shadow. Yep. The long hair. And then you had to go to New York and get rid of all of it.
2: Yes. I wish I would have had a different haircut in New York. Probably should have started with the Mohawk. Um, but... They put some highlights in my hair. Did you have frosted tips? Yeah, and and I was like, I'm looking back at the pictures, and I'm going, "Man, this just is not me." So, uh, or I could have just put it up in a ponytail and just shaved my face, and but.
0: (laughs) But that was part of kind of you know, as you're a player, you're a good player, but that was kind of your look—the five o'clock shadow on my hand. You were aware of it, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And when I went to New York, everybody was like, are you going to shave? Are you going to cut your hair? And I was like, absolutely. I mean, I respect the game of baseball. If I were to fight it like some players are doing it now. I think Randy Johnson fought it, didn't he? Well, yeah, but that's disrespecting Mickey Mano, Joe DiMaggio, Derek Jeter, um, Ron Guidry, all these guys. So you can't disrespect the history of the game and— the New York Yankees, they're paying, they're paying
0: you. Yeah, how yeah. often when you're playing? They're for only a, asking you to shave. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, the long hair too. Yeah. You couldn't have long hair. Yeah. When you're with the Detroit or a Boston. Or a Kansas New York City. or whatever. No, but I'm talking a historically good team. Oh. How often do the old timers come in and you are you at a game and you see Yogi Berra? Al yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, it was absolutely amazing. In Kansas City, Buck O'Neill came around quite a bit. That's, it, uh, in, yeah. If you
0: don't know who Buck O'Neill is, folks, Google.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And in Boston, Louis Tiant come around. Um, New York, we just had so many people come around, and Yogi Berra was the absolute best. Um, Brian Bruni and Brett Gardner, uh, when Yogi would go inside, they'd start sleeping, and they'd start snapping pictures of them, and then Yogi would wake up and be like, guys, why are you waking me up? You guys aren't exciting me like let me get my rest (laughs) he's like if you guys play better i'll get up and i'll watch you guys but these guys were snapping pictures of yogi and i finally remember those memories i mean yogi was absolutely the best walking into the clubhouse
0: how about media attention was the media ever too much
2: no i don't think so i believe you um you're a baseball player and the media is there to do their job so i always said all right let's talk now or before the game or after the game what gets too much is when someone starts hitting you up every two minutes and you're trying to do your thing trying to go work out so i'd rather have a group of people ask the do questions it do, do it once and yeah it just got too much when it just kept going and going
0: because mm-hmm. i'm sure when when especially new york and boston too though playoff time especially was it 2004 they won um, you yes 2004 what, how many thousand media members or whatever, right?
2: Tons, tons. And that's why during the playoffs, they try to put you behind a chair and in a room, and you get asked all these questions. Um, But then when I went to Detroit, you know, I just had the game-winning hit, and I'm sitting at my locker, and nobody wants to talk to me. They want to, you know, talk (laughs) to the manager. Yeah, so you're kind of just going, huh, can I go now? Because I feel like we have an obligation for the media to talk to us, I know there's some players who, after they have a bad game, they shower up, they get out before the media comes, and then I'm being asked, "Well, what do you think about your second baseman uh yeah. um, not hustling?" I'm like, um "What? You have to ask him. What do you think you about you A-Rod A. Rod not getting a base hit? Yeah, okay. okay. What oh. do you think about A. Rod <laughs> not getting a hit in that situation?" I was like, "Ask him." <laughs>
0: That was an issue with the Mets a few years ago when players were getting well, – the Mets were struggling and other players were getting pissed because Mets players were leaving and leaving just like two guys asking the questions all, and it became yeah, a big thing.
1: Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. and, and that, sure, sure.
2: And that's horrible. We can't answer for them. And then if we say something stupid, they're going to blow something out of proportion and that player is going to be mad at us. Well, stay there and do your obligation and then um, – Leave. So,
1: Johnny, yeah. before we let you go here, you've been so generous with your time this morning. It's 940. Uh, the induction ceremony is tomorrow, uh, downtown, of course. So uh, when you were, if you could give us one story, if we were sitting around drinking a beer at a happy hour, and you, you have one go-to story that you could share on air?
0: um,
1: I mean, I just... Relatively clean.
0: All
2: right, Curt <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Do you, do you have one. one relatively
1: clean or...
2: Man, there are so many great stories. You You know, the book in you, right? Well, you know, we focus on those uh, brilliant games. You know, the Grand Slam felt great. I was trying to at least get one run because I knew what happened the year before. I hit a hard ball, hit into a double play, and then an inning, and that extra run could have helped us get to the World Series. So, I mean, the Grand Slam. The do- the double steal when I was with the Yankees, you know, people were cursing at me, saying, "What is that crazy dude doing? Going from um, first to third on a stolen base? Mm-hmm. I mean, those are big playoff moments that are going to live in infamy, yeah, and yeah. it's uh, people are always going to remember that. You're so I'll books, I'll give man. you the You're juicy the I'll give you the juicy stories uh, off the air. Okay.
0: was the Will coolest do. guy? The big uh, the recognizable name. Who is the coolest guy? Outside the park to hang out with. Um,
2: Jason Giami was the best <laughs> in the park, out the park. Uh, he made sure that we played hard and played harder off the field. And uh, he was just always a great time and a great teammate. He taught me how to play winning baseball when I was traded over to Oakland. And I took everything I learned from him to Boston and changed the culture there and went on to New York and uh, did the same.
1: Went around the road, best city.
2: Best city. Most
1: fun. Best restaurants. I
2: I always loved going to Seattle, Seattle, Um, Metropolitan Grill. I was a big grunge fan, so I was always (laughs) hoping to bump into uh, like Eddie Vedder, and I finally did at this year's Super Bowl. And uh, so I'm a big music guy, and uh, Chicago was always fun, but always busy. You had to always leave for the ballpark super early. Toronto was great. I'll catch up with my boys and play some golf and uh, have a couple.
0: Best hecklers. (laughs) for fans. Cuz oh, you're on the outfield.
2: Yeah, well, us outfielder's take a beating, but I would rather I, I would rather the whole stadium heckle me instead of one guy. Like there's one guy in Toronto, he just kept um like talking about Steroids and I'm like, I don't use I've never used them and, and he keeps like shouting at me and I'm going Oh my goodness. Um so he would come um, every
1: time you were in town. Yeah. I, same guy. Same guy. But um <laughs> o- Oakland
2: had probably the best hecklers. I mean they were funny, like you had to stop and be like, Man, that was really good what he just said.
1: <laughs> So you um, can hear it when you're down. Oh, yeah. us
2: oh yeah, yeah. outfielders take a beating. Yeah. Like guys like Derek Jeter's at shortstop, they have to yell through me right. through the outfield, yell through A-Rod from, yeah. from the side. And so shortstops have it made.
0: Yeah, they really, when I would go to Wrigley, like Sheffield would get it big time and right, guys right. in the outfield would get get the steroids a lot and
2: and reggie jackson always said they don't boo nobody so uh because they knew we could make a difference and sheffield made a huge difference the chef
1: yeah boy he had a violent swing didn't he man amazing he had
0: a cut at the ball he he did uh with you growing up people might not know this you were an army kid right
2: I was, I was born in Fort Riley, Kansas and moved immediately to Okinawa until I was four years old. Um, went to Fort Campbell, Kentucky till I was six and then been in Florida ever since my dad retired and man, what a great place. And, uh, I'm still there.
0: And now you're going to the international sports hall of fame at the Arnold, man. That's pretty cool.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, very humbling. Uh, I know Johnny bench is the only other uh, baseball player, um, in there, and it's great that they recognize champions and they look past uh, certain things. They know I made an impact in the game and every place I played. So I'm very uh, honored to uh, get this award.
0: What do they give you? A plaque or what do uh, they They
2: give you a nice big medal, and do I, okay, I, I cool. believe it's very heavy. So I've got to, um, I'm, I'm going to be carrying it because if I put it in my luggage, I think it's right, going to be overweight.
0: Right. Wear <laughs> it. Wear it. <laughs> I'd wear it on the golf course hey, if I were you. <laughs> where are your Super Bowl rings at? Or I mean, not Super Bowl, World Series rings at?
2: You know, they're in the hotel room. My wife is keeping uh, oh, so you no know, great great company. She's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 normally I wear them. I'll, I'll wear them tonight at the auction, and I can't fit my Red Sox one on anymore. My knuckle got a little bit bigger since I've retired and I can't slide that thing on. So but I'll I'll have them both with me.
0: Oh nice. Very cool. So the knuckles get bigger when you're okay. Well
2: especially when you break it on first base, <laughs> diving back and then your finger is sitting like <laughs> this. kinda
0: goes a little wonky <laughs> okay. there. Yeah.
2: yeah, so that that wasn't fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that hurt a little bit. You ever you ever do any acting?
2: Um I have. I would love to do some more, but you know, since I've been retired. We've done the show Tanked. I did Dancing with the Stars, which I got hosed in. Um, like <laughs> who like, won
1: the season you were on Dancing?
2: Oh, uh, Adam Ripon, but the Mariah. Oh, I know who that is. Uh, he's an ice skater. Um. Uh-huh. um and then Mariah, she didn't even make the finals, but she was one and two every week. So they booted me and Jamie Anderson out the first week. Snowboarders, and probably because we both did Celebrity Apprentice, and they wanted to make sure yeah. <laughs> anyone with association with the president was oh, out. Oh, you
0: did Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, huh?
2: yeah, I did very well, and it wow uh, made it. Almost to the finals, got a hose on that. I actually had a really good song, but, you know, I know how things Who go. Who was on your season of that? Uh, Lisa Gibbons, Geraldo Rivera, um, Lorenzo Lamas, and then recently my wife and I just did uh, Below Deck Mediterranean. And, uh, so, uh, <laughs>
1: I'm going to watch it. When does that yeah, Oh, it, it's been
2: airing. It's been so, airing? So, yeah, and normally it's all about the crew. Below and, Deck. And I think I we gave it. them too much um, – on video because we were docked at the port for two of the four days we were supposed to be out there. So, uh, it was very interesting and they (laughs) didn't show a lot of stuff, but, uh, um, yeah.
1: I bet your wife had a ball with that. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: She, she's a firecracker. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mentioned uh, Chris Kirkpatrick, who you're friends with. Who are, who are some of the other celebrity friends you and your wife have?
2: Um, Mark Tremonti. He started Creed and Alter Bridge and now his own band. He always comes up to uh, rock on the range. Mm-hmm. Scott Phillips, the drummer. Morgan Rose for Seven Dust. Lejeune, like, all of Seven Dust. Yeah. All of Breaking Benjamin. Um, uh, let's see. A.J. Przinski, I went to high school with um, you know the, Joey Fatone. Like, I, all, the, all those Joey guys.
0: Fatone. Did you ever hear the A.J. Prz- Przinski all-star story? Did oh. you ever hear this one? Oh, absolutely. Where he stayed up all night and made his family because he was, like, the vote. that was between – you could vote online, like, the first year, and it was between him and, like, three other dudes or whatever. And he said, like, he spent, like, all this time voting for himself and having family members. He's a great character. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah well, a lot of times you uh, would get a $50,000 bonus, so he's like, man, we could – definitely use this so uh, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah he's he's a great guy i i know a bunch (laughs) of the golfers and so yeah i i have a good group of friends that um I love, so it's yeah, great. It's cool
0: hanging out with you, man. Yeah, Thanks you're a in. great
1: dude, man. God bless you and good yeah. luck. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. We'll be thinking about you, you tomorrow night. So
0: speaking of uh, Dancing with the Stars, we have Tom Bergeron on Monday. Do you have a good Tom Bergeron story for us we can ask him? Oh, yeah.
2: Tom was always on on my side. He's really good friends with uh, Craig Shoemaker. Uh, oh. The comedian? Yeah, he yeah, uh, know, Craig. He played at my wedding. Actually, actually, my wedding was pretty sweet. We had Brian Johnson of ACDC singing. We had Letters to Cleo. We had Our Lady Peace. We had all these guys together but uh Kirk shoemaker did the comedy act and uh yeah did it was great bit about
0: his grandma getting stoned with acdc um yeah yeah
2: yeah um,
1: <laughs> i think yeah. he skipped the magic johnson story <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah so uh but tom was on my side he he knows i got host but um i was expensive because they flew me back and forth to florida with my wife first class put me up at the uh, beverly hills peninsula um, Kareem lived there, and plus Kareem's a legend in L.A. They couldn't boot him off. Yeah, there would have been right. too much. Uh, Good point. I, I would have definitely been off the next week, but the first week. <laughs> 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 yeah, we, we knew the top three dancers from the very first show, but I thought Josh Norman got hosed because too many NFL players won, but his last dance, he absolutely crushed it, and Adam Rippon did not. So uh, I feel like he got hosed.
0: All right, we're going to talk to Tom Bergeron about that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, huh? we'll ask him on Monday morning. All right, Christy, what do you got coming up today? Two iconic nooners and 96 minutes of nonstop iconic rock next. Hey, can I get a picture, Johnny? Absolutely. Appreciate it, man.